0: This is your host, Jasmine Luchies, and you are now listening to Hepa Talk, Season Three. Hola, Hepitas! Welcome back to Hepa Talk. Today we have a special guest, and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hey, y'all! I am Rika.
1: I am the host of the Martini Mama's podcast. I am also a personal development coach. I am all about women pouring into themselves figuratively. With a, everybody know a good cocktail is essential, but pouring into yourself literally because we don't do enough of that. So that's what my platform is about, empowering women so that they can elevate, so that they can sell in every part of their life.
0: I love that. So I actually got to um, get a little glimpse of your story at a brunch. And I was so inspired just in those few minutes that you were able to share with us. And I really kind of wanted to uh, share that on here with everybody because, you know, I feel like a lot of us sometimes find ourselves in a crossroad as, uh, you know, business women, career women, and moms. And so I know you shared a little bit about um, your military career. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, what you want to talk about? So I know that being in the military and being a woman in the military is super hard and not only is it hard but you were I believe very top of your rank. Yeah. So how how was that journey for you? Well, so I I was
1: I served for 22 years in the Navy as um and reached the rank of Navy Chief. And so to put that in perspective, the highest rank on the enlisted side you can go is E9 and I made it to E7. So I was only two ranks from the top. And really being in the military um when you're in it, you're in it, right? You're you're all in. Um, we do a lot of mentorship. We do a lot of accountability. And the goal is always to pull somebody up after you, but always have the answer. And so that has always stuck with me. So I I, I give the military a lot, but being a mom, raising my kids, um, I would be lying if I didn't say that I, I did suffer from some mom guilt. Um, and trying to go after my career and make sure I had a thriving family, making sure the kids were doing well in school, still doing extracurricular things, still making it to, you know, the classroom, you know, if you don't make it to that classroom for that party, they're going to be crying. And, you know, I never wanted them to feel that disappointment, especially because I knew as a child, what that felt like, um. And so being in the military, I had to balance. I really did. And I, of course, couldn't do it without my husband, but both of us were military. And so it was like, how do we handle this and still love each other, and still thrive? And what I found was that we really had to have some home systems and some work systems in place, like, I'm an expect to San Antonio, meaning I don't have family here. So even though I have friends, it's not like I can say, "Grandma, come over and get the kids." Can you come stay at? You know, so we we had a supportive network, but not like many do.
0: So was that so was that hard at first for you guys to kind of find that balance? Um, when we first
1: got married, yeah um we so he was army and i'm navy and so it would be times that i would have to deploy and the kids would be on him and it would be times that i you know well he had to deploy and you know vice versa so it was hard um one of the hardest things that you could do is be away for like a big holiday and trying to explain it to the kids while mommy or daddy is not here. And it doesn't matter what you say. Kids don't understand it until they get older, of course. But yeah, it was a struggle. It it really was. But I did it. I did it.
0: Can you kind of, for those partners that are finding themselves in that right now, what advice would you give them to kind of let them know that balance is achievable? First thing, it's a couple
1: of things. Number one, let go of ego and motherhood. And the reason why I say that is, is because sometimes we have this ego that it has to be perfect. It has to be done this way because we're looking at another mother's journey. We're looking at the Instagram photos of, oh my God, how do they have this picture perfect, you know, looking family and girl, how you're a good photographer. You can get that same photo, promise. But once you let go of the ego that it doesn't have to be perfect and that you're not perfect, then you get into being self-aware of the type of mom you wanna be. And when it comes down to balance, you have to be able to know what season you are in spiritually. Meaning we have our ups and downs. It's going to be seasons where you are going to feel isolated. You are going to feel like I just don't belong. You're going to feel like you're by yourself in motherhood. And that is just building something in you that you're going to need in a future season. And we don't realize it when we're going through it, but you got to take your time and go through that process. And then once you find out, okay, maybe that season was to prune me, get me ready for the next season, when it's time to sow, do that. But you have to start by prioritizing your happiness. It doesn't matter if the kids are making it, the husband is making it, what truly makes you happy, write it down and start prioritizing different things to get you there. We don't do that enough. So I had to sit back and really, you know, even when I first retired, that's when I realized like, oh, I don't, I didn't know myself. I knew myself as a chief petty officer. I knew myself as this hardworking, goal-oriented woman, Um, the tenacity, determination here, commitment here. But you talk about having to shed all of that and come home and balance it took me realizing first it starts with me, then I pour into family. So what, I mean, it's layered. I hope that answered your question.
0: It, it did, because going into my next question, um, at the brunch, I, when you shared a little bit about how God had to kind of redirect you, right? And kind of push you into like, okay, I need you to stop being career- rika and i need you to be you know rika yeah. um yeah that to me was very powerful because i know that not all of us find ourselves at one point in our life in that crossroad so can you tell me a little bit about that
1: so sure um i retired went into this thing of like um human resources I've been trained to do all of the things, y'all. I'm talking about, I have a undergrad degree in business, had the HR for 22 years. My master's degree is in communication arts and journalism. So I was ready to get like back into that thing. And everybody was like, oh man, you're going to get the good job. You're going to make six figures. You're going to do all of the things. And that hype, I was like, that's going to be nothing. And let me tell you, went to interview to be the executive assistant for the Spurs general manager. And I'm like thrilled. I'm thinking, your girl about to be like, in all of the things, I'm about to be in it. Get up there. Y'all, I'm talking about go interview, see Popovich as I'm walking in. He's walking out like, be real. Um, And then get to a point where. I don't get the call. I'll, the general manager gives me a call, which you you never hear that, but um, I'm thankful for him. But I kind of knew deep down that I wasn't going to get that job, even though I was pushing for it, even though, you know, I was, you know, sign sealed and delivered on one hand. Deep down in your gut and in your intuition, you know, when something is just not for you. And honestly, when I didn't get that position, I was like okay, God, he was saying like, well done, but it's time to slow down. And for the next coming months, I would do nothing y'all. I would wake up. I would get my babies off to school. I literally would pull out my lawn chair and sit in my front yard, drink my coffee and, and literally say what's next. That halting moment that I just need you to be still because you have been going for 22 years. You got to slow down. And I'm so happy because even still, I I I thought I was in control. I thought that I could like plan this thing out because I'm a planner, y'all. I got the calendar. I got the, the Google. I am very goal oriented. And God was like, nope. I mean, he kept shutting door after door to finally I sat down and I sat down and it was some months later, I ended up needing that creative outlet. I did my first podcast and even started a business, y'all, without even knowing what it meant to start a business. I was like, well, I can get an LLC, you know, it's free for veterans. And I did it without any, again, no plan. And
0: here I am. I I love that because I feel like uh, a lot of us tend to uh, not know how to be still, right? I think a lot of us are are always constantly on the go. And then when we're, we're found in this stillness, we're kind of like, okay, what's the next move? And for me, I can speak for myself, I like to know the outcome of things. So if I have to be still, I'm like, oh. Like, I need to know what's going to happen next. Like, where are you taking me? Where Where are you, you know, pushing me? And so when you shared that, I was like, I find myself in that position right now. And I think that's why I felt such a connection to you when um, I heard that, because right now my babies are going to be off in school. And so now I'm like, OK, now I have to find who I am, because I'm no longer stay at home, mama, entrepreneur, mama, just at home. Now I, I really have that freedom to build myself up again. And it's like, who am I? What, What's my mission? What, what am I supposed to do? And so when you shared that, I was like, okay, I know God will send me my answer right now. My job is going to be to stay still and continue doing what I'm doing and see what door opens for me. And so to be able to see that, I'm I'm in that position right now and you were in that position and all the things that you've achieved so far it makes me happy to know like okay I know good things are coming and so Go ahead. I was just going to say, it reminds me
1: of the Mary and Elizabeth moment, right? So you have a Mary in the Bible and she's pregnant, y'all. She's pregnant with Jesus and she goes and visit Elizabeth. Elizabeth, when she first encounters her, the baby in her belly leaps. And I think when it comes to us, we have to be reminded that there are there is always going to be an elizabeth ahead of us someone that we can look to that that little baby that is inside of us which is our gift because children are gifts right so our gift is going to leap and it's going to continue to leap and it's going to continue to inspire you because you're like okay it's possible and i think for a lot of women we don't get the opportunity to see the possible Right. But it does take us to take a step back and know what we want. And and when I say know what we want, but know what the things that we are desiring are aligning with what God has willed for us, because we dream on this level. Let's go like this. God dreams on this level. So like, it and y'all can't see that visually. Well, maybe you can, but for the audio version, it means that we dream on a lower level and God is limitless. He will do exceedingly and abundantly. And I think once we start believing that, then we walk into our truth. And so I'm gonna say to you, even in your discovery phase of like, who is Jasmine? You have purpose before the pampers. Go back to the little girl. Mm-hmm. Go back to like what did you want to be when you were a little girl go back to what's your favorite color what's your favorite scent what's your what truly brings you joy and then connect that to your why why do you want to be here on this podcast why should you do all of the things and then write it down we think about it but we don't write it down and then go back and revisit those things weekly we just got to do it because you, you evolve and we don't realize how much we evolve. That's mm-hmm. facts.
0: I, I I get the chills right now <laughs> um, because it, it's true. I, I have a hard time. Like I can I can visualize it, but I have a hard time actually taking the time to write all those things down and one of the things that I liked so much in the exercise that you did at the brunch is that you had us um write three things down right um and to to then open it in a year from now, and to see if you accomplish those things. And I think that exercise was so awesome because I don't think I've ever been able to really sit down and think about what makes me, you know, what brings me happiness, what um, you know, my goal is, what, you know, And so that exercise was so awesome. Um what pushed you to now be? in this kind of realm where you empower women and really speak and uplift them the way that you do?
1: Well, number one, I saw that it will, there are a lot of business coaches out there. No knock on them. There's a lot of sponsors out there. That's kind of organizations that sponsor you to get you where you need to be, but there's no middleman. There's no like mentor sort of speak that is empowering women to set aside the business to set aside the kids and really focus on themselves so that they can pour into the the business and the babies, right? And so we need that mentorship. And so I was like to the core of me, that's what I've been doing all those years in the Navy and you know they say, well, what is something that you do just absolutely naturally? I speak very well. And in the Navy, I was always the, you know, the MC at all of the events, right? Like, "Would would you be the blah, 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 right? And the other thing is, I've always coached well. I always mentored well. And I always had people just coming to me for advice, and that never stopped. And so now, in this phase of, I know what it feels like to be a mom and raise a business, right? Because my kids are good. I mean, these kids are thriving. At honor roll school, you know, I got a college kid. They they are doing all of the things. Um, presidential awards. And so I'm like, they're good. The business, still learning and building that up. But how do I get to the point where I am able not to burn out? Because I did. I burned out trying to do everything and be everything to everyone. And I know what that feeling feels like. It feels like you're drowning. You can't breathe. You still have to wake up in the morning, be there for your kids, still be the wife, still be all of these things. And what happens when the super woman that you are, just you break, you know? Um, when I hit that wall, I knew it was time for me to sit down and really figure out who I was because I was doing it all wrong. And once I figured out, I was doing it wrong. I started seeing other women in the same boat as me, but not having the tools or resources or someone, you know, being there, Elizabeth, offering advice, showing them how to get from point A to point, not even Z. Like, let me just show you how to get to B and C. And then once we get there, let's let's keep on moving down, you know? So often we're thrown the gallon of water, you know? They're like throwing so much information, so much of this, so much, and you're trying to do and go and do all these things. And it's just like, no, I ain't even got it, you know? So now I'm in a phase now, it's just like, I think that God has allowed me to go through all of those things for the testimony like okay girl you passed the test now go teach go teach the test
0: I love I love that and just to go off a little bit on that I'm sure now you find things very rewarding in the work that you do now can you tell me one special moment in your career now that it was just like your aha moment like this is what i really was meant to do
1: when we was at mom venture right and that was the the coaching thing and i did the presentation and i was kind of on the fence if i wanted to do it or not right if i wanted to go down this path of really stirring up this coaching you know really it's not even a coaching business but like personal development agency I don't know if I want to do this. And I was like, okay. When I did that workshop and so many women came up to me and was like, I thank God for you because I didn't even know that I I, I was going to be stretched this way. It really pushed me to, you know, it really solidified me that I need to do this, you know, and it was refreshing to know that God put me right there in that moment to really touch so many women in a short span, right? Because it was only like 80 of us in a room, And I'm like, if I can do that for a small room like that, like, oh, to me, that was my point. Like, that was my... And I hate to say it, that was my executive assistant sitting down at the Spurs moment, right? That was like, okay, I'm here now. This, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Which if you told me that uh, literally four or five years ago, I've been retired for four years, I'd be like, no. <laughs> I've always known that I wanted to pour into women. I just didn't know how. And sometimes when you ask God for clarity, your clarity comes in a form of a test so that you're able to teach someone else, right? So if you want to get clear on who you are, what you're gifted in, God is going to send you through a series of tests. And either you're going to wind your sling up, slang Goliath, or you're going to be steadily in the field working right? Which neither one is bad, right? It's just that one is preparing you. The other is allowing you to fight and do and conquer, right? So oh, yeah, I, that was my moment.
0: I, I love that we were part of that moment because I being there and seeing you i'm i'm telling you i felt this instant like well i need to get to know her like i need i need to sit down and have a conversation with her because even though it was like you say a very short amount of time it's like i can see how you spoke into those women in that short amount of time and yeah you you have this spark that you're able to ignite in each of us so it's awesome that I was able to see that too um now um one of the things that I find sometimes that God kind of prepares us um for what we are supposed to do way before we know it right so (laughs) would you say that um your military background really shaped you into um the woman you are now to be able to pour into others? So
1: yes and no. So in the heart of me, I'm a foster kid. Um, My mom was an alcoholic. I was taken from her at a very young age. I was raised by my aunt and just knowing and man, just just knowing that I didn't have that. See, and I, I often hear, they say, the mom that you are is the mom that you needed when you were a kid. Mm. And I look at that and I'm like, yeah, I definitely needed the, the me I am. Um, and so that has really inspired me to just want to just pour into women. Because I feel like if my mom would have had a friend like me, Right? If my mom would have had someone she could have turned to, maybe it wouldn't have been the bottle. Maybe I wouldn't have got taken away. And we can do the what have, should have, could haves but I can't change that. But what I can do is I can make sure that no other mom feels like I have to abandon my child because I can't thrive or survive. I can make sure that moms are doing everything in their power to balance home so their kids still feel safe and seen, right? And the moms still feel invigorated and passion and purpose. And they're leaving these lies simultaneously, but ultimately knowing that God is in the midst, right? And for us, it gets hard because naturally we are nurturers. Naturally, we want to, you know, be of help and of assistance. Not every woman wants to be a mom. But if you are called to be a mom, that is a special reward to you. Not to say the women who don't want kids or that they won't come because God blesses us differently in each way. So for me, it was my childhood and my upbringing that got me here. When I got into the military, it gave me the tools and the skill sets to know that I can align my gift right which naturally my gift is being a teacher that now i can push that and use all those tools everything that i've been taught for mentorship and goal setting accountability like we go through it all y'all um and now use that for good as my superpower
0: yes i i absolutely can like resonate with that because i i too I come from a, a very um hard childhood myself i um was adopted by my grandparents immigrant parents and so i feel like because of my upbringing upbringing i i feel like that's why i do what i do so i can see now where that love for others comes from that you have and so it, it's awesome to see and it's kind of crazy to see as well that sometimes people that have those kind of childhoods they evolve into these beautiful beings because they know what it's like to not have someone um in their corner to you know motivate them and push them to be better so I I think that's so awesome that that you're able to take something like that and be this beautiful person you are now and what you give to women
1: You know, even me joining the military, right? It wasn't a thing, like I said, oh, I need to be in the military. The military is going to change my life. No, it wasn't that. It was me being raised by my aunt. And I thank God for her because she did teach me life skills. She did teach me cooking and, you know, how to take care of home and all of those things. But as a child, I wasn't seen. As a child, I wasn't pushed to do the thing Every you can see in your child, like, oh, my goodness, they have a personality this and they want to do these things. And you try to encourage that. I never had that. And so now when it was time for me to graduate, it was like no one was telling me about college. No one was telling me, you know, what's next and how was I going to pay for college? Right. That Like I had no clue a recruiter came to the school I said well I guess I'll join the Navy and I joined four years first duty station Hawaii Mm -hmm. I was like oh this is living life I'm like I'm loving this um and then it's just it, it was fun and I lived life I've been to probably um Five or six of the continents, you know what I mean? I haven't been to Antarctica and South America, so maybe that's five, you know, but have really traveled the world, has seen a lot of different people live, Um, but I've also been able to just make amazing friends and meet amazing people.
0: Would you say, because I, I have met people that are in the military and, you know, some don't have good experiences and some, you know, people do, would you say that you would recommend somebody that's finding themselves like in a position where they don't know what to do next? Would you recommend the, the military for them? No.
1: <laughs> the military is not meant for everybody. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow. Is it great? Does it have great resources? Is it a, um, does it have great opportunities? Yes. But if you don't have the mental fortitude, the stamina, the endurance, the, you know, really the mental fortitude to get through. Um, I came in and I was a black female in the military, which, um, in the nineties, you know what I mean? Like it it was, it was kind of tough. And to even be, I tell you at my last command, it was probably about only four um, black chiefs in the whole entire command. We're talking about maybe two, 3000 people. Yeah. So, I mean, we're still in a space right now where we're, it's like the first of this and the first of that. And like, it's like really all these years and we're still doing first. So for me, I would tell somebody, if you are at a crossroad of trying to figure out life, that means that you need to be still and you need to actually find a mentor, find someone who can really, ground you into who you are, and then figure out what your goals are. And then let's establish some short-term and some long-term goals. I even do it with my kids. Everything that I try, I, you know, have did, I do it on my kids too. And it forces them to teach them life lessons now that, again, when they're in this crossroad of like, mom, I just don't know what I want to do, then they have a plan of action like, well, mom always told us that we have to go back to the drawing board. So many times you find yourself in that place because you don't know who you are. And the only way to discover who you are is to sit with yourself.
0: True. (laughs) <laughs> I I I appreciate that advice because it it is it is true. You have to first sit and really find who you are inside to really make that decision. So yeah. I think that that was awesome advice to give. Um I always like to ask people who they find inspiration in in their life. Do you have a special yeah. somebody that inspires you on the daily? let me
1: tell you something I I have too many right but let me tell you what keeps me going because I think we think that I'm always motivated and we think like she she got to be the one that just wakes up and go every day and that's not true so my husband is my biggest cheerleader and I like to tell him pretty much all the things that I got going on, but I like to tell him my wildest dreams because when I tell him my wildest dreams, he echoes them back to me when he can see that I'm in doubt. You know, he's just like, girl, no. Uh-uh, we ain't doing that. Baby, he, he like, feel what you're gonna feel, take your day we're gonna get back to it. And so even him allowing me to have space to have a bad day is that. But what really inspires me, I'll give you a per, let me give you the people and then I'll give you the the like one specific person, right? My dream job is to be an Oprah. <laughs> like that's my wildest, my wildest dream is to be um. And Oprah, in the sense of, I have such a huge platform that it is nothing for me to give back to women. That's it. Like if I, you get a car, you get a like. If if that could be a thing that I exhaust all my gifts and rise to that level, would be amazing. But my kids keep me honest and accountable to everything that I'm saying because it's the legacy I want to leave. And when my kids see me just going after it, which they need to see you first because if they don't see it in you, then it's just like they start looking outwardly and they start looking at these entertainers and celebrities and you should be there first, right? So I always say, let them find a role model in you. And then let them dream for you. My daughter, like you're gonna be on this, and you're gonna have your own talk show. And you're like she says all these things, and I don't shut her down. I can remember a time where my mind was very small, and I'll be like, "Oh well, Ariana, I don't know," you know. Now she says, and I'll be like, "Yes, baby, keep speaking those things, baby, keep you know, because it keep that to dream like a child." Mm -hmm. keeps you in that childlike faith, right? That anything can happen. And I think that's the biggest part of it, right? Understanding that, it may sound crazy to somebody else i'm sure when noah's built building that ark they was talking about my mans i'm sure they was like boy it's 115 degrees outside what why are you building this like building like what An uh, ark? like i'm pretty sure they was like <laughs> hey he drunk hey he doing hey don't talk to him and then the rain comes so i think we all have a moment where we're building and building and building and then the rain comes and then people get to see like that's what it was for so i'm waiting for that moment
0: i i can see you doing all those things i i genuinely do see you becoming all of those things and i can't wait to see that journey because you have a friend for life here because i i love i love seeing your motivational posts and they're so real because even the other day um, when you were live, you had your kids around and it's like it's not it's not even about portraying this like perfection because we're not perfect we we're mothers we're you know we have all these mishaps that happen sometimes and so for me i was like finally to be able to connect with somebody that actually knows what's up like they know like it's not all rainbows and butterflies all the time like and so i i i can't wait to see that journey cuz i can see it happening for you
1: I just got chills. Like, I got so much like feels and chills and all of those things. Thank you so much. I think it is very important that women find their tribe. You know, I, I, I've i always wanted to be this kind of sex in the city for Texas, right? But like a wife version, right? A mom, like a true mom version of, of it all. And when we get to the point where, we realize that we can do it better together. We're going to be a force, mm-hmm. right? I think that was the most empowering thing. And I want to do more of curating those type of experiences when you bring all the women together and you say, okay, girl, what you struggling with? Okay, let me, let me offer you that because I've been there, you know? And then they walk out of the room ready to do. But more importantly, somebody to come Run it back and be like, girl, but did you do it? We're missing that. And I want to be that for women. I want to be your accountability bestie. The one that you can see, you know, like, girl, your girl's walking out in these streets, my shirt on backwards, right? Like, it's been a day. But also, I can dress up and be the moment. And we need to take time to be the moment, too. Instead of just being out with, you know, with the shirt out. So Jasmine, I, I, I want to see more of the moments. I want to see you just, just go for it. And I am believing in you too, that you are going to get everything that your heart is desiring. You know, that bottle that I gave you during the workshop, it was meant to really remind women to see a visualization that i need to pour into these things. And just a short snippet for y'all that wasn't there, it was you it was um your purpose, your passion and possibility. Find out what's keeping you from going to that next level. And then Pour into that thing so that you can get to the next level. So you can operate in your zone of genius and that's your passion. So you can kill it with that big, 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 big dream of yours because it's possible.
0: Yes. So you guys definitely make sure that you guys do that exercise because when we did it at that brunch, I can see everybody just their minds were going you can see them writing down like like having to be able to sit down and like think of those things i can literally look around the room and see everybody truly doing the exercise and yes. i know, i know that 100% all of us kept that little bottle because we're going to open it next year and see all of the things that we wrote down and what we were able to accomplish because we sat down and we were able to visualize it because you put it into perspective for us. So I want to just thank you so much for joining me and like sitting down and talking to me. It was such a uh, a joy to have you. Um, Before we go, is there something that you would want people to know about Rika?
1: Um, I guess the biggest thing that I want y'all to know is I'm here to keep it real. I'm here to empower you, but I'm just a DM away. I'm very accessible. I think sometimes we get on these platforms and people are always looking for the sale and that's not necessarily me. I'm looking for the connection. I, I got a little something, something, um, that's going to, come out here this fall but when it drops i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna tell your audience first
0: yes so you guys heard it here so make sure you guys um <laughs> connect with Rica. can you let them know where they can find you well i am on the instagram
1: is my favorite place to hang out y'all no lie um so martini like a drink mama's m-a-m-a-s podcast on instagram slide in there. I have a masterclass that's coming up called Grow and Glow. It's a goal-setting masterclass just to kind of reset for this new school year because it's really the new year for us mamas um, and just get back on track with our goals. So that's going to be free. It's August 31st. If you just DM the word glow, if it comes out before then, uh, DM the word glow and yeah, get in there. But yeah, that's it.
0: Yes, thank you so much for joining us. And you guys already know where you guys can follow her. I'll have the links down below for you guys. But I appreciate you spending time with us and I hope that you guys tune in later. Hola Happy thank you so much for tuning in to our HEPA Talk podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Instagram at HEPA Talk. Make sure you leave us a review. And that you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on YouTube. Thank you again. Hasta luego.